0: Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years,
1: decades of seeking, seeking
0: what could create more ease in life,
1: and trying every modality possible,
0: Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we
1: had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know
0: something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health.
1: Hello again.
0: Hello. We're back. We're back.
1: In black. (laughs) Someone got the psychic memo.
0: I know. Oh, my, my, sh- my shoulder pad. It's so pads. good. It's I love these off.
1: new shoulder pad thingies. They're so like Star Trek, it. but they're good. They make really? you look like, I don't know. It's great. Something. Thank you. Yeah. We don't have a title for this yet, so forgive the lengthy introduction, but the this there's a lot that's up in and around worth and knowing you're valuable and not giving yourself up because people judge you. and. So we thought we'd just dive in, and, and you guys can go along for the ride with us, and we can see where we go. I I know that I just did a live, like right before we recorded this, on on based on a comment that someone put on my YouTube video, and and for me this is kind of the I'm like re-entering the world. <laughs> After like a year and a half of really cocooning while still creating, which was pretty awkward for me. And I yeah. think probably awkward for everybody. But because anytime someone's doing that, you can pick up on the energy, but you don't necessarily know what you're picking up on. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so here's me like putting myself out there again, energetically reengaging. And someone's like, she's become so arrogant all about the money. And she doesn't even answer a question when you ask her. And I was like, huh? So... I addressed I said, it. I did a, a live about it, and, and and you guys can go check that out. But yeah, I mean, this is really up. Right so, now. what
0: did you say that was so triggering and so wrong? I'm offended. I was talking Crystal. about being the valuable product in your own life. <laughs> well, it's like people don't want to choose that. I mean, I get. I've gone this for a while, and at different levels. When I do the victim narrative content it really does a thing, whether it's just like, well, this is why you are the way you are, or it's because it happened to you. And when I do more of the empowering, you could choose, yada, yada, it's like crickets. And so I'm like, what is that where folks just, I get there's a piece of wanting to be seen, be heard, and like, yes, life, it's a lot sometimes. And I always have choice in my perspective. So what am I gonna choose that's gonna create the life I desire?
1: Well, I, I, you know, it is just kind of confronting that you are the source of everything in your life. I mean, uh-huh. It's confronting for me too. I mean, I'm I'm constantly navigating phases in my own life where um, I discover that I would way rather be right and be in my feelings than take responsibility for making a different choice because the different choice is uncomfortable. And I have standards, and I'd rather have those standards. And I'm constantly faced with my own delicious need to be right you know so i don't always love it but the thing that i that i personally recognize and i guess maybe this is just what makes me different like maybe this is what makes us different maybe the people that are willing to look at this are just different is that when i do finally become willing to look that i'm look at that i'm the source and i can choose something different everything gets easier from there and to me that's kind of the the only thing that kind of keeps me coming back to that particular possibility of like of Letting go of the feelings for a moment, just so I can give myself another choice. For example, yeah. so well, it is a different is where, it's a different way of living. Yeah, a hundred
0: percent. And this is where people get stuck. I get when it's like if we're only going to say it's about X, Y, Z. Like I've been uh, talking about conditional worth on my Instagram and on my TikTok, and did a. Um, what's it called, a podcast about it too? I was like, okay, this is like, there's a lot to say about this. So when I did the mini version on TikTok, someone commented, well, yeah, obviously capitalism. This is why, you know, we have conditional worth and blah, 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 because we Mm -hmm. need to make money to survive so our survival is connected to our worth. And I was like, huh, that's interesting because in my perspective, I don't think about it that way. I don't go into, well, it's because of the system. And certainly- right? I'm acknowledging that there is a system in place and it's not the best. And it does all these things. And I told the person, well, I, you know, I acknowledge that and where my attention is, what can I choose? What can I create here? What do I have control over? Because I don't have the big control over the whole capitalistic, everything, how we function, I have control on my perspective, and where I'm going. And so if I can spend the energy on that with detaching my worth, then I get that I'm free no matter what the
1: system is doing. Hmm. What do you think is people's um, fascination with why? This mm. is why.
0: Oh my gosh, that's all of psychology. <laughs> that's all of psychology. And then even within neurolinguistic programming, they taught us like statistically, mo- like the majority of people want to know why first, like why you're offering something, why you're saying something, what not what. Not how, but like Mm -hmm. why, Um, Mm -hmm. which I just thought was so interesting. But to me, it's like, I get to take a break from the responsibility of choosing. Just tell me why. Tell me why I am this way, the way I am. And now I can take a breath. So Mm -hmm. I get there's a little detachment, but if people are going into a lot of shame, blame, and judgment of themselves, then it's almost like the break from having to take responsibility is like a nervous system breath, because they're no longer having to judge themselves for what they're not choosing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because that's what it is for me, ultimately, is the nervous system is just if I, I'm just always not always but <laughs> a frequent defensive, I'm not wrong, and that jacks up my nervous system.
1: Yeah, I was looking at the there's a lot there's most of my process has to do with abandoning the why in favor of the what's occurring (laughs) yeah and so i'm constantly catching myself in it mostly just because well one i I learned about it in access consciousness and i was like okay so why always takes you in this toilet bowl situation if you start looking for why things are you're in the story and the story never sets you free so i got the information but then i started applying the information to my life and i started to notice like like when i was trying to change money for example i i had a whole story about why i had a whole story about why i was the way that i was with money and i could tell you all about it like (laughs) my mom and i grew up in trailer park and there was a whole story and and then i solidified that story through my 20s so by the time i was 36 it was like well i can't because and the thing was that I can't because wasn't changing money for me. It was keeping money the same. So, enter an access consciousness tool called the How to Become Money Workbook, and I do that like every single week, religiously, for like eight weeks. And what I started to discover is that allowing my allowing that story around why something, why it was this way, gave me access to the choices that I had beyond it. Mm-hmm. But holding the story in place kept me locked into continuing to create the story as real yeah. via my money reality so money was kind of the well it was it was one of the first major areas where i got to see this in action and i got to see the effects of letting go of the story so you know obviously like you learn in whatever direction that you learn this in so but i have but now i apply that to my life as soon as i become willing well yeah <laughs> there's that <laughs> There's, the there's these times where i just kind of and, and most of the time it's like in the relationship where i want to be right about something you know i want to be yeah. right about this particular thing and so i have a whole story of like why it shouldn't occur and it should be this way and i'm trying to force my way into existence and this is why and so sometimes those are harder for me to let go of because just because they are because i put a lot yeah. of energy into being right about that stuff yeah. but yeah, so I haven't, but 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 again, I'm always having difficulty around those things. i holding in place with a why. Here's why this is the way mm-hmm. it is. Here's my mm-hmm. this is a hill I'm going to die on. The relationship can die in favor of this point of view, and then I, yeah. afterwards, I'm like, is that really <laughs> do I want to keep... that really what I want to do? You know. <laughs> so I see a lot of people like choosing a hill and dying on it, mm-hmm. and I just wonder about that.
0: Yeah, and needing to like what is there the need to prove? Right? I mean, if we are functioning yeah. from judgment, then there really is a desire to prove. And I you know let's come up for me this year in being in my second year of business and going into it, I held these projections and expectations like, Oh, I'm going to like double and triple what I did last year. And I was like, well, that didn't happen. (laughs) You know? And so I'm kind of, as the year is coming to close, I'm just looking at why naturally, well, why? Like, well, oh, the universe is protecting me from something or what, you know, it's like a trauma response in the sense of like, I only need to seek the why if I'm making it wrong. Otherwise the why is irrelevant. making it it wrong wrong. or right i would say yeah yeah
1: like because if i'm i can't be yeah it's the same spectrum actually like if Mm -hmm. you have to make it right you already believe you're wrong actually that's the whole thing that i'm addressing this month with i'm doing a 30 by 30 which in access consciousness is you take one clearing and you say it out loud 30 times a day for 30 days and you just see what it changes but this particular clearing is addressing that energy of like becoming the most valuable product in your life because when you have to constantly prove that you're right you you know as a fact that you're wrong and this is this is this is how i found this was like recognizing that i was needing to be right so much about mm-hmm. so many things and feeling so wrong simultaneously and yeah. not knowing how to change that
0: yeah, well, and I mean, it's happened to us, I get so mm-hmm. dynamically of mm-hmm. showing up on social media, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to retreat when, you know, things in personal life, or when people online are having really strong judgments and points of view about and what you're creating.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and I mean, I'm actually, <laughs> i am actually, I want to start a whole channel reacting to the comments on your stuff, because you get so many. Because I TikTok, was like, yeah wow i mean and so the more visible you get the more exposure you have you have exposure to the good the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. so you have more exposure to people grateful for you more exposure to shitty people more exposure to ugly people so it's equal kind of like and um what are you gonna if that's the thing about conditional worth, it's like if you've based your worth on whether or not you get positive validation or negative validation and you start getting more successful and you start receiving more of all of it but what really stands out to you is the negative then you'll typically use that to stop yourself like to not create which is like god if all of us did that if all the creators out there like stopped themselves and somebody judged them we'd have no beauty in the world
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and my gosh
0: this first like um well one time that actually really stood out was from a gary v is when he said i don't put value in the comments. Like no no value in the especially the positive comments because he said then the negative ones have weight to affect mm, how I create. Mm, or, you know, something to that brilliant. effect. And he just he always he has the point of view of I feel sorry for the people that have the negative comments, but a lot of compassion, I guess I would say, of yeah. where just where they're coming from. Like they are really struggling. And it's not about him as a creator because he's just being him and swearing and being different and At these high-level business things, swearing and being casual and right—I mean, what's the gift in that? Of people just being themselves? Yet we've decided it's wrong and need to throw daggers at everyone for
1: just showing up. Well, I guess it's just acknowledging that that is the world we live in. That's occurring. That will continue to occur. And what are we going to be with it? And you know, the thing I'm aware of more than anything is like i am the source of the world that i want to see you know you are the source of the world we're you and i are creating this different possibility and all of us are a, a different possibility walking you know um and so it's like what would it take to to live beyond the need for validation really you know and that's a really great tip from Gary Vee i'm going to start really just Everything's just an interesting point of view. That's how we talk and about it in Access Consciousness, right? Yeah. And um, it's so easy to not do, this is just an interesting point of view, to go, oh, no, this is true. You know, if somebody said something negative, it must be true. Yeah. If they took the time, and this is the thing that just baffles me because I would never do it. If they took the time to actually write down something that other people could see that's negative about that creator, it's like, well, then it must be true.
0: Totally. It's on the internet, it must be true. It must be true. <laughs> Everything's true.
1: So oh, yeah. So how are you, like, are there, are you acting, how are you being with all of this? Because you are, I mean, this is not a new conversation. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, well, <laughs> it's funny because it, initially when this person wrote, like, well, it's capitalism, and I was ready to hit the block button, you know, and just like, get out of here, get out of my world, you know, Um, and then they kind of elaborated a little bit more. So I was like, okay, there's some openness there, I'll, I'll respond to, you know, I acknowledge this and this is what I choose in perspective. Um, so it's just, I'm constantly seeking what would my future self or next iteration of me choose? Would they even have the time to look at all these comments, right? Or, and respond to all of them? No, right? Because the more exposure we have and what, the more we're creating, we, we just, that's just not even realistic or- not something that would necessarily even create greater because sometimes people just want to say things to say things. They're not actually willing to hear or choose something else. Yeah. Um,
1: so then it's like, well, how, what can I create from this now? You know, yeah. And as you were saying that I was my mind flipped over into uh, I follow um, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know, oh yeah, just love him. I love his posts. I love the energy that he is. I just love what he what he is in the world. And um, one one of his, it was on Facebook and on one of his posts, I actually commented and I don't usually take the time, you know, I'll love it and whatever, but I commented I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm like, just yes. And I got, I'm so, I got so much, I, so many other people commented on my thing. And then I got a bunch of private messages and I was like, so basically most of the people that follow Noy Johnson on Facebook are like catfishers, spammers. like And I was like, that's really interesting. I bet you he doesn't look at that at all. I bet you he's not doing any of his posting. Like he's just, I mean, who knows? But yeah. like you could he wasn't in there like responding to everything because there was nothing there was nothing to it. It was like, yeah. I'm out there, I'm creating, love you guys, like we're going forward. And then all this random shit just happening on his post that had nothing to do with anything. And I was like, huh. Here I am giving weight to every yeah. single comment, every single yeah. thing, yeah. instead of just like thundering forward in the way that works for me and what would it take
0: yeah well i mean it's like social media is just this whole other beast versus if someone was in one of your containers or in a group or having one-on-one with you right that'd be kind of different versus some people just want to say things to say things i i watch the kardashians and currently it seems like some of the sisters are just contracted from the amount of hate they get and judgment and i mean people just yeah. the energy is so strong where you can just and they talk about it and the stress is palpable where it's just like sometimes they just want to crumble you know and not go out and be visible yet they are the most visible and i mean it's an example i use for my clients a lot where you know yes you know you're seeking visibility and are you ready do you have the capacity to hold that, to allow that through without it wavering you. Because I know I've retreated many a times. It's just like a constant
1: dance. Yeah, in and out. Yeah, I I watched a a documentary on Jennifer Lopez and she talked about that, you know, like at some point the amount of hatred for her and the way her was so much that she's like, I had to pull away for a while and really look at like who I am and be that no matter what anybody said and i that just gave me so much strength and so much courage and i just yeah what would it take for those of us that are willing to continue to stand up and be that and not let anybody stop us and i think that might be a little easier when it comes to stuff online or feel easier and then when it comes to people in our lives maybe that's less easy like are you how do you navigate Closer stuff. Well, I was going to say that
0: online has actually been my training ground. Cause mm. I thought, Oh yeah, I'm like over this people pleasing thing. <laughs> and then I get online. I'm like, Oh, I'm not. I so, no. It's still my thing. <laughs> so apparently I really like it still. So, okay. So it's been a gift in that sense that it has, it's just been such a skill building experience yeah. that I have noticed now some, and even my closer interactions where I'm like, oh, I, I really don't need to prove myself right here, where normally yeah. I would have gone into some defense. And there was like a really pivotal text interaction recently where I was just like, huh, I really don't need to prove this right now. That's really freeing. Like, and just, <laughs> just and I was like, oh, I get what Gary meant by like, do you want to be right or do you want to be free? Because I was like, literally had that in that moment. I was like, I don't need to be right right now. But wow, I'm like, what would it take to be there much more often, especially online to just really expose me and be us? Because that is the gift. As you say, it's just us being us, not mutilating ourselves to be what we think others desire.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. I I had a whole conversation yesterday on my uh, salon membership call about right and freedom and how recently I've realized that and Gary, said, Gary Douglas says this a lot to all of us. It's a common question he asks us because most, probably all problems that we get ourselves into have to do with needing to be right. Yeah, yeah. And so he'll often ask one of us in a conversation, well, do you want to be right or free? And for the most part, we're all like, we want to be free. You know? <laughs> but <maybe. laughs> that's it's really true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to be, we are right. Yeah. It's like not even like I want to be right. I am, how do I let go of something that's just true? Yeah, yeah. And so many times for me personally, like letting go of that rightness feels like letting go of a, a whole identity, like letting go of a, I don't even know, like a standard that just is, like how can I possibly not be the mouthpiece for this way things should be in the world? I mean, it goes that deep
0: in my body. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really, it does. I noticed it when I was actually serving, uh, especially I was like, at one point I was working around a pool at the Ritz-Carlton a server. And, you know, there are all these rules there about like, you can't have pets or you can't bother, blah, blah, you can't bring drinks in and yada, yada. And people used to call me the enforcer because I was the one that was busting people's balls I saying, know. no, get out. Like I no, I'm not talking because I'm like, if I follow the rules, you have to follow the rules. You know, right. and that.
1: My mom used to call me the time Nazi oh I'm like there you go look if we're gonna pick and so this is so funny because i'm almost always late to years in my time to record this <laughs> this is hilarious and i was like for some reason with this thing i'm just it's really different. relaxed <laughs> I, know. I know i was like i need to look at this but yeah she was like okay time nazi so i was like no like there and and that's really the way we were raised it's like if even if you talk to her now which i can't talk to her because she's yeah. anyway even if you talk to her now, she's like, there are just things, there's just facts. There's no relative truth. There's absolute truth, you know, right? And I mean, growing up religious, we didn't grow up Christian, but we grew up religious. And then we switched to Christian. So it was just a different version of, of absolute truth. But we were raised with like, violence is not an option. This is, you don't call people this, you do this and you don't do this. Men don't do this and women don't, you know what I mean? Like really, really strong Facts. Yeah. yeah. And I guess probably what sticks me about them the most is like they seem good. Mm-hmm. Like this seems like a good thing to uphold. Like, mm-hmm. there, was one, there was one particular relationship one that I saw exposed on Love is Blind. That shows. Mm. That shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great such a great show. It's terrible, but like, it's like a train wreck and you can't look away. Mm -hmm. And one of the, one of the things that caused a lot of problems was like, you cannot look at other people that way or be around other people when you're with me. Like you've committed to me, you made this commitment. You're saying you're going to be my wife. And that means, and man, I watched the trauma around that. And I, I recognized a point of view that I had been bearing the standard of, especially since we got to this country, and this country is such a different this is a different set of realities here. It's different, yeah. it's different. And so when I got here, my standard no longer applied, but I was using it to try to get a grasp on some feeling of worth. Mm. I just didn't know that's what was happening. I didn't mm. know that that's what I was trying to accomplish with it. And so it created all this trouble with us um, under his trying to be something else besides himself. And it just created all this, a lot of trouble. And so I had to look at, like, was I going to let the standard be the beginning of the end of something? Or was I going to let go of the standard? Like, what did I actually value? Was it the rightness of the standard or something else? And I'm that's kind of what I'm navigating all the time right now. Like all these hard lines that I've drawn that I'm you can't go beyond and it's just this way. And, um, that only leave two choices. It's like, really, if this is the hard line, it's like, it's, if that's the deal, a deal breaker, then it yeah. does. Like somebody has something has to break
0: mm-hmm.
1: and So yeah, it it seems like I guess that's a little bit of a diversion from like going into the why but
0: Well, I mean, it's, I mean, to me, I'm kind of wrapping it all up with the judgment, right? If we're not, we're not seeking the why, if there's no judgment around it, because when I was talking to my membership, and a lot of them have been in it almost a year now, um, and are really kind of starting to get the judgment piece at a different level. Someone had asked, well, what about like, major morality thing that morality right exactly, she exactly. was looking at um oh I'm, I'm kind of maybe wanting to be vegan now because now i'm aware of all the abuse that happens to animal animals and and whatnot and um so what what do you say to folks that bring you that when it gets to that level like well so you're saying death is okay or that you can just run rampant and kill people like what are we saying by when we say gain our judgment? Well, I
1: think what we're looking at is is an overarching point of view that if if you gave, so whoever you is, if yeah. the overarching hierarchy of society gave everybody total freedom, that we would run around stabbing each other. The, the underlying point of view in yeah, morality is that with freedom comes destruction. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm
1: so in order to avert destruction it's not even in order to live the whole thing is based around aversion of destruction we have to put these rules in place so that people don't willy-nilly walk around if if we just give everybody freedom they just walk around poking each other's eyes out essentially right so we have this underlying point of view that we're all sinners that we're all at the very bottom of Mm -hmm. us incredibly flawed and wrong and evil And based on that point of view, we've created control. Mm. So I think what really has to be looked at at the base of everything is like, and I thought I am, I am right now looking at this for myself in so many ways. I didn't even know I was affected by it. Am I at the base of myself evil and wrong? Because that's what I have been believing. You can only continue to prove that you're right if you believe that you're wrong. And so my bottom line core judgment of myself is that I am incredibly, like wrong is probably and there's probably not even a word for it that, that doesn't quite match the energy like i'm incredibly flawed i'm incredibly evil you know yeah and so i'm trying to hide that and prove that i'm not that while believing it and so out of that comes all this difficulty so the morality thing is like you really have to look at number one where did that premise come from like are we are you are we mm-hmm. inherently evil is that actually true Or is that something we bought And if we actually gave ourselves freedom, what is the world we would create that we've never even looked at? Is it a worse world? Would we actually go around and comment negative things on other people's social media? There's so many of us I know that would be like, I would never even, I wouldn't even, I would just stop watching that person. If they were just not interesting to me anymore, I would just stop. Like I wouldn't take the time to like bash them over the head with a comment, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of us, it's to me, it's like some of the kindest, gentlest, most generous people are like, using morality because somewhere they bought that they're evil, but when in in truth if they were they would give we would give ourselves the freedom we would create a kinder gentler world yeah
0: yeah yeah and i was kind of imagining as you were talking just mm, people coming together more if like let's say all the rules are gone and yada, yada and like police are gone whatever the people coming together more to protect each other Almost instant because yes, you're still going to have some people that will choose destructive things, and I wonder if ultimately it'd be less because the people would be stronger and empowered themselves.
1: The people that want to live in a world that takes care of each other would rise up because that would no longer be okay. Not on my watch. Right, treat people that way, and And, that's the thing I think rules rob us of is the innate. I want to say goodness. I don't yeah. know if there's another word for it, but the innate being that we are, which is, I mean, if I could create the world that I want to live in, like we just wouldn't treat each other. Don't do that and mm-hmm. stop that. Not because mm-hmm. there's a rule, not because it's wrong, but because that is not the world that on my watch we're going to live in. Yeah, yeah. Or like it's and, greater. Yeah, well, I just don't want to live in that world. Like, yeah. I mean, for, for me, it doesn't even go to greater. It's just like. Mm. Interesting, yeah. No why yeah. because
0: it's kind of how like dogs function in pets Dad. right it's like yeah. there is just like no no <laughs> but it's calm Bye. it's yeah
1: <laughs> it's just like that it yeah. doesn't have a why it's just no yeah. that's not how we're doing yeah. it here.
0: yeah because there's some judgment
1: just yeah, that's exactly like that yeah cats on the other hand i kind of think they're like I don't know. judgy I know little I pricks care. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at, I think when you can kind of look at like when a natural disaster hits, what kind of rises up out of that are the people that care, that take care of each other, you know, Mm -hmm. and the nasty people just aren't even in Mm -hmm. the picture anymore, you know? So I just wonder, like, what would it take for us to give ourselves the freedom to be ourselves trusting that something great is likely going to emerge? We're probably not going to destroy people. If we destroy anything, it's going to be limitation. And, um,
0: Yeah.
1: What else? I love it. I love it. What do we call this? Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.